Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today, courtesy of our friends across the pond at boxing247.com, plus a couple of other, uh, shall we say, rumors or updates to potential fights uh, happening over in the UK, particularly regarding the heavyweight division, of course, and uh, a little bit of news on Jake Paul. But let's start off with uh, some good news out of uh, England. Boxers Lorne Price has officially been handed her member of the Order of the British Empire as the MBE for services to boxing in an official royal ceremony that was held at Windsor Castle. The Tokyo 2020 Olympic gold medalist was celebrated as part of the late Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II New Year's Honours list. Now, professional boxer, the undefeated Olympic hero was joined by her partner, fellow boxer star and 2020 uh, Olympics boxing bronze medalist, Karis Ardingstall, to receive her prestigious gong from His Majesty King Charles III. For those interested, it was actually the monarch's first investiture ceremony since his ascension to the throne. Well, good for Lauren Price, and I hope to see you in the ring shortly. Elsewhere, the Big Bang, Pierce O'Leary fights for the first of what he firmly believes will be the many title belts when he goes for the coveted WBC International Super Lightweight title at the O2 on November 26th. O'Leary is taking on Emmanuel Munganjelia, known as the Lion, for the vacant title on a blockbuster card headlined by Zach Parker, who's up against John Ryder. And I got a story coming up against, about uh, John Ryder coming up soon, who uh, fighting for the WBO Interim World Super Middleweight Championship. Uh, O'Leary's iBox gym teammates, Dennis McCann and Sam Noakes, also feature both challenging for Commonwealth titles. WBC silver middleweight champ Hamza Shariz is in action against River Wilson Bent with the Commonwealth crown also at stake. So Pierce O'Leary had this to say, I'm straight in for a big title. My first fight for Frank Warren, I was going to fight for the WBC youth title. It was hard to get an opponent under 23. So I said, skip it and then go for the big one. It's only going to get bigger and bigger, he says. O'Leary's personal scouting mission of his Namibian opponent only amounted to a matter of seconds, but he will be aware that Mungadelia holds a record of 16-3-1 with seven knockouts, and he's on a 14-fight winning streak with three losses and a draw coming the early stage of his career. So someone who's obviously improving moving forward. All righty, let's see what else we got. Yes, I mentioned John Ryder, so here's a bit of an update. Uh, update with respect to this fighter. John Ryder has revealed the horrors he experienced in continuing his attempt to become successful as a middleweight fighter before ultimately rejuvenating his career at super middleweight. Ryder takes on Zach Parker, as I just said, for the WBO interim world super middleweight title held at the O2, November 26, in a highly anticipated clash where the winner will be either 
uh, will he be, either be entitled to fight uh, Canelo Alvarez for the full title or be elevated to champion? Currently a picture of health and happiness, Ryder's readying himself to go to war with the unbeaten Queensbury man Parker. But it was a different story down at middleweight where the principal battle was against the scales. It was in his 2015 British title challenge against Nick Blackwell that Ryder began to realize that toiling down to 160 pounds was having a detrimental effect on his fistic fortunes. He said, it just wasn't uh, there to happen for me anymore. I'd get to 11 stone, 10 pounds, and then it was just pure dehydration. I can't sit in a sauna even fully hydrated, not my cup of tea. So it was just working hard to get the weight off, skipping running, moving up to super middleweight was the best thing I've ever done. The Nick Blackwell fight was the first where I really struggled. I'd been in America and had a bit of uh, jet lag, and I probably wasn't professional enough to say to uh, Tony's trainer, Tony Sims, about training a little bit later. I paid the price for it. Ryder went on to relay the incredible thoughts he uh, that ran through his head during another domestic collision, this time against Jack Arnfield in 2016. He said, I had another crack at middleweight against Jack, and he just got the better of me. In that Arnfield fight, I was thinking, please, just put me out of my misery. I, want, I wanted him to knock me out because there was no way I was going to quit. I just wanted to be hit on the chin, put out of my misery, and then look for something else to do. I just didn't have the fight in me anymore. Sorry to be laughing. I know this must be hard, but uh, those are quite honest, uh, rem remarkable quotes. Anyway, it's good to see that he's up against Zach Parter. It's going to be a heck of a fight, and we look forward to the results after that uh, takes place on November 26th. Across the pond, taking place over in, I believe, California. Let's have a quick look here. Undefeated welterweight prospect, Adrian Gutierrez, 12-0-1, out of Chula Vista, California, is ready to step up against Luis Lopez, 12-1-1, out of Corona, California, in a scheduled eight-round main event bout headlining Thompson Boxing's Path to Glory card. Path to Glory will take place at the Doubletree Hotel in Ontario, California, on November 18th. Mm -hmm. With respect to uh, his training camp, here's what the guitarist had to say. Lopez is in a lot of trouble. I can't express how wrong I'm stylistically for him. Everything he has trouble with, I'm going to go hard at. And that's why I spent the whole camp perfecting and crafting the best game plan to take him out. This might be one of the last fights of his career with the way I'm going to pressure him all night long on fight night. I give Lopez a lot of credit for being a tough fighter and a true warrior in the ring, but I don't see anything special in him. And beyond that, don't call this an upset when I win. I'm I'm def I'm undefeated, and I should be the favorite. I've never lost. Lou Lopez is a challenger, and I'm the fighter who's coming in there, putting my perfect record on the line. I think it'll be an exciting fight for uh, however long it lasts. I see myself as the victor. There you go. Blunt as blunt can be. Moving down the road and across the pond, let's have a quick look at what's happening on uh, the Daniel Dubois front. This is the, uh, what they might call the WBA regular belt holder. And uh, however, with that uh, title, he's uh, he's looking for a shot at Alexander Yusek, who holds the IBF and WBO titles as well. Um, let's see. It leaves uh, Dubois well-placed in the division and in line to be the mandatory challenger for Yusek's WBA title. 
So said uh, Shane uh, McGugan, he's the WBA regular champion. People might discredit it. We boxed Trevor Bryan for it, but Dubois still holds a version of a world title that puts him in line for being in a powerful position. He's highly ranked with the WBA. Dubois team believes he's first in line to be called as U6 mandatory challenger. That, of course, falls head to head with respect to what Philip Hergovic's promoter is saying. His promoter declared the Croatian would become the mandatory for the IBF belt, one of the three titles that Usyk holds. But Usyk means to pursue a showdown with Tyson Fury, the WBC champ, for all four of the major heavyweight belts. And his promoter informed Sky Sports they intend for his next fight to be undisputed, a clash against Tyson Fury. Regarding Hergovic's claim for a mandatory shot at Usyk, Alex Krysuk, who promotes the Ukrainian, told Sky Sports, at this stage, I can anticipate that it will not influence the undisputed anyhow. Fury puts his title on the line against Derek Chisora, as we all know, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on December 3rd, and top-ranked Bob Arum, who represents the Britain, has said he won't sign anything until after that fight, but he is holding talks with Usyk. Ukraine has made it clear that he's only interested in the Fury fight next. Now, speaking of UK promoters, let's have a quick look at what uh, Frank Warren has to say because he's looking to finalize a deal uh, between his guy Tommy Fury and Jake Paul. As you might recall in a recent fight, I forget which one, but uh, uh, one or the other was uh, uh, sitting on the sidelines yelling and screaming. Anyway, Frank Warren steps in, speaks up. He goes, um, he, Fr Frank Warren, the promoter for light heavyweight prospect for Tommy Fury, expects a deal to be finalized uh, with boxer Jake Paul. Warren believes the fight will land on a date in February or March next year. The two rivals were scheduled to collide on two occasions in the past. Last December, Fury, who is 8-0 with four knockouts, withdrew from their first date uh, with a rib injury suffered in training camp. A new date was scheduled for this past August, which also fell apart when Fury was denied entry into the United States. Remember, we're talking about Tommy Fury here. Uh, because Fury is still unable to enter the U.S., Paul, who is 6-0, four knockouts, is willing to face him in the U.K. This past weekend in Dubai, here we go, Paul was ringside for Fury's exhibition bout with Raleigh Lambert, which took place on the undercard of the Floyd Mayweather versus DeJai. And after the fight, Paul and Fury exchanged words. It will probably be in late February or March, said Frank Warren. The reason why it didn't go before, the contracts were all signed because of the problems he had with U.S. immigration. We're all in the past. We're, we're all past that now. Jake is up for coming over here, and we have to get the deal finalized in the next week or so. If a deal is made, Fury, the younger brother of WBC heavyweight champ Tyson Fury, would become the first pro boxer to face Paul. Warren is confident in Fury's ability to beat Jake Paul. I've got the fancy the boxer, Tommy, to beat him. That's why I'm keen on making it. It's life-changing money for Tommy, and it's no-brainer for him to fight him, Warren said. Jake Paul is obviously taking it very seriously now. He's got a license, and he's training very hard. What level he's at, you're only going to find out when he fights Tommy Fury. 
So there you go, fight fans. All the news fit to print for today. I thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight. Remember to join me later on. No, you won't. Join me later on at 4 p.m. because there is no show on Thursday featuring Mike Gore and Cedric Ben on Knuckle Up. It will be tomorrow, Friday. So I'll see you then. Uh, in the meantime, go to talkandfight.com and check out one of the many thousands of clips we have up there. See you soon. Thank you for joining me.